Right now, Amazon is offering some amazing extra perks that come with a job offer. If you start a warehouse job, you can get a $1,000 sign-on bonus. That means you start earning a paycheck right away, plus you get extra cash to use before the holidays. Applying is so easy, you don't even need an interview. It's never been so rewarding to start an hourly job that's close to home. So what are you waiting for? To join the team today, visit Amazon.com slash sign-on bonus. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer. Ten years and still going strong. Everybody's a suspect! Movie. You're listening to Rabbit and Red. Robert Shaw was a tough motherfucker. Right. They don't make that alias. He wanted to punch Richard Dreyfus on the set he couldn't stand because he's a pussy. Fuck you. God damn you. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And I know that you like Jason Takes Manhattan, but my question to you is why? <laughs> Okay, hey, pal. Okay, <laughs> you're gonna tell me Halloween. You know what makes me mad about you, Mike? I'm gonna What's tell that? you one day. Yeah. You know what makes me mad? <laughs> the Halloween Six. Halloween yeah. I think Six is your favorite movie. It but certainly you is. Jason Party. But you think Jason Party sucks? Yeah. Are you joking? Jason belongs in hell. I'm gonna see he gets there. We have such sights to show you. Well, a, a boy's best friend is his mother. And welcome back to Rabbit and Red Radio. You're saying people weren't clicking on and listening to my show to hear me talk? They just wanted to hear them? What fucking assholes, man? I know. And I'm, gu <laughs> I'm guilty of that, too, because I'll click on it and I'll be like, Ooh, Dad, fucking Ted Rigby's on this show. The blackest eyes. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. The devil's eyes. This is a huge honor for me. Uh-oh, too much pressure. <laughs> I'm gonna disappoint you now. I've been blown up! Take me to the hospital! Take me to the hospital! I'm sick! I'm gonna show those shitters what we can do. Welcome to Rabbit and Red Radio. And now, here's your hosts, Michael J. and Cody Robinson. I can hear you, Mike. Okay. Well, because you didn't, you didn't say anything. <laughs> so the music was still playing, Mike. Oh. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> oh I, mean, wait, I, meant, I meant after the guy said our names. You could still talk over the music. It doesn't matter. Um, it doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Fuck Welcome it. back to Rabbit and Red, <sighs> where the drinks are always lukewarm and the pants are always optional. Have you ever tried to drink warm beer now that you're bringing that up? Oh, yes. Have, so you've actually drank warm beer before? Uh, there is no try, Mike. It's do or do not. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, well, see, because I think um, I'm not a beer drinker. I think the only time that I really had beer in my life was... Um, For the worst Italian movie ever made? Aside from that? 
Yeah. Yes. Um, I got. I had this thing. It's called like a Sierra Nevada. Did you ever hear of that? Oh, I know people who love Sierra Nevada. Okay. Well, my um, my girlfriend at the time was. I'm not a big fan. Yes. <laughs> I. Well, I was because I was because look, I'm not a beer connoisseur. I had um before that I had like Coors Light. And everybody would tell me that that tasted like cat piss. And I was like, well, I don't understand how you can say that tastes like cat piss. because It tastes like water, Mike. Oh. Well, they were pussies. I mean, well, for you to be able to say it tastes like cat piss, then obviously you would have to know what cat piss tasted like to be able to say Ah, that. there you go. Yeah, they kind of told on themselves, didn't they? Well, I mean, you know. Um, but I drank it, and I don't know what the fuck it tasted like. It was rank. I didn't like it. Um... So, but with this Sierra Nevada, my girlfriend at the time was like, you know, you should try this. It's it's not like a Coors Light. You can drink it. It's it's good. So I drank it, and I was like, you know, it's not bad. So I downed the whole uh, bottle. And like 45 minutes after I drank it, I got this fucking pounding headache that just would not go away. Like literally just did not stop. It just kept fucking pounding at my brain and i was like this is fucking horrible i can't mike let me explain this to you that was just the beer gods punishing you for drinking a pussy ass light beer it's light i didn't even realize it's light is it really light coors light no not coors light i'm talking about sierra nevada oh no no it's not light i don't think it's light beer i had a fucking no, it's, it's a craft beer. That's what you're being punished for drinking a craft beer. Not all craft beers are bad. I'm not knocking craft beers. I, I'm kind of a connoisseur of beer. Um, but, but it just wasn't good is what you're like. I mean, I don't, I don't know. I just like. I'm, I'm not a big fan, but it's a very flavorful beer. It's, it's not a light beer. No. I tried like maybe two other times after that and, and. I think the third time that I tried it, which was the last time, I didn't have it again after that, um, because I threw up like an hour after I drank it that time. So I was like, no, I, I can't do this anymore. It's just, it's it's not enjoyable for me, because if, if I'm going to puke, that, that that's not enjoyment. That's just, no, I'll stick to my rum and Cokes or my vodka and Coke, and I'll be fine. That beer's not for everybody, Mike. I mean, and that you know, was, ma- mainly, mainly just people with testicles. Well, yeah, my mine like to, you know, um, uh, go up inside like a, um, um, whatever the fuck you call that, a turtle. I don't know. Turtle, turtle. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So what have you been up to um, over the week, Cody? What's been going on with you? Well, I've been working. Yes. And least listening to my heathen children scream and fight. I mean, you know, okay. good times. Um, so, um, what about you? How's life been in the black hole of Calcutta? Oh, oh. I mean, if I could hear something else, then Michael, I have to shit. Michael, I have to piss. Michael, I have to sleep. Michael, I want to drink. Michael, I want something to eat. Michael, I want this. Michael, I want that. Michael, blah, 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 blah. I just, my life would be so much better if I did not have to hear that. Somewhat, you know. And, and you know, I'm not trying to be mean because I, I enjoy it. And, you know, I do it because it's what a dutiful son is supposed to do. 
Yeah, and your mom, in her defense, she did kind of wipe your ass and give you stuff to eat and uh, drink too, and yeah. for a pretty long period of time, I'm but, sure. You know, it, it, it just, yeah. Um, but but like, when 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 you're wiping the rear end, and you're dealing with tar. No, oh, hold on a minute. Hold on a minute, Mike. Yes. Shit, we just lost our one listener again. Damn it. <laughs> Yeah. Well, you know, it it just it's it's do do I need to well um uh, uh microphone flatio <laughs> that might bring him back. Um in in other news I asked How can you have negative listeners? This is bullshit. I know. We're we're at like negative ten right now, holy fuck. That's insane. I, I just don't get it. Um in other news... We're going to get kicked off our own network. I know. And that that's... You know, that's the whole reason... Well, that was another reason to do this. Because you really don't have to answer to anybody. Um, but I guess not answering to anybody, you have to answer to Especially somebody. when they're not listening. I mean... <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck. <laughs> but no. Um, in other news, I actually decided... Because I don't... I mean, obviously, I... I I probably told you I decided to embrace my baldness now and start shaving my head. So, um, but the problem is, like, I, I get a razor, and if I just shave my head with, like, a, a Bic razor or um, some other type of, of razor like that, it... Uh, you just instinctively go for your wrist, don't you? Uh, no, but uh, no? In, after, the, after the show, that might change. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> but uh um no but usually like when i go behind the the ears for some reason i can never get the hair behind my ears and i always end up slicing behind my ears like really fucking bad i mean like seriously oh. fucking problem bad. solved mike just yeah. grow you yeah grow like one dread <laughs> grow you one dreadlock behind each ear well no i mean that that could be an option but i i don't know so I decided um, there's this magic um, hair cream that's supposed to, like, just, you know, you put it on your scalp, and you leave it in for, like, four minutes, and then you wipe it off of your head. So. And your hair still doesn't grow? Um, well, it says it's not supposed to grow, but, uh, you know. <laughs> oh, um, it's to make your hair not grow. Okay, it's, it's not hair growth cream. Oh, okay, no, gotcha. No, 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 no. This is to, this is to like, help... Um, it says it's closer than shaving with a razor, although they lie. Um, because I, I've been doing it. Like, I did it... Um, shit, the first time I did it, the way that it is, is you're supposed to put, like, a thick layer on your scalp. And then you let it sit in your head for, like, maybe four minutes. Then you wipe it off. And it's, um, you know, it's clean. You know, so... Um, the thing is, then they said, if there's still hair there after you wipe it off, don't put more cream on. Wait 24 hours, and then do it again. So, first time I did it, there was still traces of hair on my head. So, me being a dumbass, decided, okay, I'm not going to wait the 24 hours. I'm going to fucking put more on my fucking head right now, because I just can't wait. I just want it off of my fucking head. So I fucking lathered it on there again. Then the fucker started burning. 
I mean, it really started burning. I mean, it was to the point where where I felt like my head was on fire, like Michael Jackson probably during that Pepsi commercial back in the eighties. You know. I oh guess, yeah. Yeah, it's like I think I sure I know the one. Now, see, I, you can't see now because it kind of like healed, I think, but um, like the top of my head, there was like it was like a sunburn, like my head was all red on the top. And then, like, around the ears, like, the skin was starting to peel and all that. It was, like, really fucking just horrible. Um, that's that's not horrible, Mike. Let me tell you something that's horrible. Okay. Uh, that just brought to uh, mind an old story uh, uh, one of uh, my buddies from way back when had told me about. Uh, this guy, uh, one of my good friends, who was a uh, quite the ladies' man back in the day. Uh, and, uh, you know, trying, he had several female suitors and trying to be more impressive to them, he decided he would, you know, clear out the area down there. Ah, yes. So, first he tried waxing, and he was a rather thick-haired fellow, and, uh, uh, it was, it was terrible. He about bled to death. Uh. Oh my god, I feel so much pain. I laughed. I laughed harder than I've ever laughed in my life. I, mind you, I was not there for this. Uh, oh, the yeah, keynote I, there. I wouldn't want to be there. The, I was that. told this secondhand. Yes. But uh, after that, he said, well, that didn't work. You know, I almost bled to death. So he thought, I'll try Nair. Oh, fuck. You know, the hair removal. You know, you're talking about doing chemical burn on your head. Well... He got to thinking about it. He's like, I got thick hair. You know, it says for women, you know, it, it, they recommend you leave it on for 10 minutes. He said, I better leave it on. I'll leave it on for 30 minutes because oh. I got such thick hair. Well, he got horrible chemical burn all over his genitals. Jesus Christ. Oh. And said for about two weeks, he felt like a little a midget was following him around with a tiki torch holding it under his balls. So don't feel bad about burning your head, Mike, is what I'm saying. Why did he... Oh, you don't want to mess with... And see, that that's the thats the problem with... And I think this is, you know, for all, for all guys, if you go down there and you try to shave, getting the hair off your balls is the hardest thing that you could ever attempt or ever want to do. Oh, my God. Do. It just doesn't happen. Dude, believe me. It's, like, it's like trying to shave a fucking balloon. Dude. I've sliced my balls more than you fucking would realize just because I'm trying to, like, get it clean down there. And it just doesn't... Like, and I yell at them, too. Like, I'll look down and I'll be like, bad balls. Bad balls. Why do you not? <laughs> just, like, get the fuck off of my fucking... I don't want the hair on there anymore. Just get off of there. That I want it to be gone. It's like, it's bullshit. Why do they do that? It's like, really, they're the fucking bane of my existence. I can't stand it. Really, I can't. Horrible. Horrible. Balls. Horrible. Really. I mean, you know, just castrate us. No, can't do that. Can't do that. We're not dogs. Honestly, Mike, at this point in life, would it really make a difference? Um, yeah, I still want balls, I think. I, I, I still have need for them. I still definitely have need. Keep telling yourself that, buddy. <laughs> oh, At least man. you have that glimmer of hope. I mean, you know, 
hopefully. So what else has been happening? Have you watched anything, or has it kind of been a busy week where you really haven't had time to watch anything? It, it has been a crazy busy uh, week between uh, uh, the kids' basketball games and uh, work and everything else. Um, I did, I did have a little. Uh, whoa, that was loud. Oh, was it uh, loud? <laughs> Uh, I did have a uh, a little bit of a harrowing experience last night. Uh, I came home. We've been getting a lot of heavy wind here the last uh, couple days. Uh, and I got home from work after dark. And uh, the girlfriend, she says, hey, uh, the uh, door's open on our storage shed out there, the side door. Oh, no. And it's after dark. I'm like, what the hell? That thing, you know. I had, it has like a big garage door on the front, a big pull-up door, and then a side, side door, and I've got stuff packed all up against, uh, in front of the side door. I'm like, that shouldn't be open. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I go out there with my flashlight and, uh, and a pistol, and uh, and I'm like, shining it in, the, the door's cracked open about a foot, and I'm shining it in there. This is like a, oh, like a 12 by 30 shed. And I'm just sure that there's some uh, meth head hold up in uh, my storage shed oh, uh geez. there wasn't anything well but, thank god uh, for that spoilers uh but uh yeah I, I finally i i finally mustered up the courage to jerk open the uh, big uh, garage door on the front of it and shined it around and uh my poor cat one of my cats uh, this old mama cat that's been we've had for years uh she was locked in there for like two weeks. Uh, apparently, uh, somebody had been in my storage shed, uh, put something in my storage shed. Uh, I think my dad was in visiting, and I think he put something in there. And uh, the cat ran in there, and he didn't know it. So this poor cat was locked in the storage shed through this this whole time we had this all this bad winter weather. Mm. was locked in there in this sub-freezing weather with no food, no water, and somehow this cat survived for over two weeks in there. It shit all over the place, but it survived. Uh, So you had, like, cat shit all over. All over. Horrible. Poor cat. It's okay now, though. Surprisingly enough. Yeah, but still, that's, like, wow. Like, really? Wow. Wow. I felt bad. I don't even like cats, and I felt bad for the cat. I mean, there's only a certain type of cat that I enjoy. And, uh, you know, it's not a kitty cat. It's been over ten years, too, hasn't it, Mike? Yes. Long time. At this point, uh, I think Mike would like a kitty cat, kitty. (laughs) Oh, boy. So, yeah. Well, we have a lot of, I mean, this, I mean, it doesn't sound like it now, but this actually is kind of a big show tonight. It is. We have a very special guest coming up. Uh, Pretty excited about it. Uh, Very dear friend and uh, podcasting icon. Um, Yeah, oh, definitely an icon. Um, Definitely. 
I haven't talked to him in a while, so it'd be very nice to. Uh, and I'm giving away gender, so maybe they, um, you know, <laughs> it's not Alex Edwards. Continue. Did I lose you there? Oh, wait. No, you're I'm here. probably waiting for me to say something. <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. and then. Damn it. Damn it, Mike. They're one, the one listener again. Son I of know. a bitch. Like Every come, time they come back. They come, they go. Holy shit, man. Really? They just use us and leave. <laughs> I feel so dirty. Oh, I know. It's, it's so very dirty. I'm going to need a shower after this. I can feel it. I'm definitely going to need a shower. Some sort of shower. Quick. That, that time of year again, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's 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 approaching that time of year. We're getting to the summer season where, you know, the, the sweat just, you know, you have to just get in there on a more regular basis, I think. Oh, don't remind me. I got a guy I work with that... Uh... He doesn't understand the concept. That's all I'm going to say. Personal hygiene. Oh, no. Really? Got a big fan at work. I work out in the heat, but there's big fans. And he likes to get good and sweaty and stand in front of the fan. So it's just like you just get the whole aroma just circulated through that. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, no. Oh, no. And let me guess, he's not a fan of deodorant and probably doesn't... Oh, no. No, 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 no. Oh, no. And the bad part is the guy's not even heavy set. He just stinks really bad. He's like he's got skunk glands. So, he doesn't wash at all? Like, do you... So, you just don't think that he, like, cleans himself at all? Like, he doesn't do that showering ritual and all that good stuff. Nothing. I would say that's probably a hard no. Oh, God, no. That That's not... Be cool. glad you're not out there in the workforce, Mike. Just be glad. You know, and there's times when I sit there, you know, and I'm, I'm dealing with mom, and I'm like, you know, I'm like, I, I, I would just love to be out there and be able to, like, work on a daily basis and just be out there in the workforce and do the... the job but maybe maybe being a caregiver is is probably uh, a better option is that what you're saying absolutely Ugh. working with the public yeah it, you you're better off mike trust me Ugh. i mean well the job that i did have before i really wasn't in the public eye so much i was uh did I ever did I ever tell you the fucking the the job that I had before, working with um, um and testing like computer drives and components and all that good. Uh, yeah, I think you talked. I heard. I don't think you talked to me about it. I think uh, you talked about it on one of the old uh, skeleton crews. Yeah, one of those. And then um, how I went to uh, test HD DVDs for Toshiba, and uh, HD DVDs. Yep. HD DVDs, they, um... I wonder if those are worth any money now. Um... Dang, it's been long enough? 
No, because I've seen anything that I found on like eBay is only gone for like a few bucks. I think I still had an HD DVD player. Um, I know when we moved to this house, I brought it with. I brought it with me, and I think I still have discs somewhere. I almost bought one of those. Uh, they were on sale or on clearance. I didn't know at the time, but they were on sale. I'm like, wow, I really would like because I already had my old the old uh, Vizio Plasma 50 right. inch that I got. Na- I still have now, and uh, I just bought it. And I was like, wow, they've got these uh, HD DVD players marked down half price. Uh, I think I'm finally gonna I'll break down and pick one up since I got an HD TV now. Uh, and then somebody, thank God a friend of mine, uh, filled me in like, no HD DVD is going under. That's why they're on sale. Dude, because, well, the way that it worked was with my, um, with, with testing, I would have to, I was set up with a standalone HD DVD player, the Xbox drive for uh, the Xbox 360 HD DVD player. Um, a computer drive and something else and every HD disc that came out from week to week I had to get um, three copies of each movie that came out from like three different stores and then I had to sit there and test each disc to make sure that there was like no like it was like quality control basically for uh, certain things so we ran to that, and then after a while, um, they came to me and they said, well, would you mind um, testing adult movies? And I said, I wouldn't mind. And, they, <laughs> and the thing was, now they had it so you could, um, basically my workstation was out on the floor, like near all the other technicians. So I had, <laughs> I had like four monitors set up. With the players and all that I would... Right, say. right next to the children's section, right? Um, <laughs> you know, well, no, this was when I was testing, like, the, the mainstream movies, like the regular movies. My, yeah. um, you know, the, the company owner basically told me as soon as I went to testing porn, he's like, you know, we're going to have to give you, like, your own private space. You can't be out on the floor testing porn because people might find it offensive. And I said, yeah, believe me, I totally understand that. So, basically, they converted um, a closet like back off into the um, other end of the warehouse where, you know, I worked. Uh, They converted that into like a little makeshift office for me. Um, And wouldn't you know it, on the days when the porns were in, everybody made an excuse to have to go back to see me so they could see what I was testing. (laughs) Everybody did. Um... Please don't tell me you quit this job, Mike. Um, no, they ended up... Uh, it was a small company, and he ended up... Uh, uh, I got laid off, and then he ended up closing like six months later. And that was the end of that. But, um, uh, yeah, but believe me, we were going strong for a while there, but then as soon as HD DVD kind of went under, I tried to... Uh, get into blu-ray quality testing um and i came up with a whole presentation for sony as to why it was beneficial and why it should happen um 
So uh, the Japanese people, yeah, actual people from Japan came over to see me present to them about a Blu-ray quality control, and uh, that got shot down, so. <sighs> Which is a shame, but, because uh, I really enjoyed doing my HD DVD testing. There would be days where all I would do is watch fucking movies all day long. And I was getting paid to do it. I was like, holy shit, this is amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so, but then it went to shit, so then that was that, and, uh, now here I am, Mr. Uh, caregiver, <laughs> for lack of a better term. Asswipe. Could be worse, Mike. Could always be worse. Oh, it could be. It definitely could be. You know, but, uh, I'm trying to think, was there anything else that, was there anything specific news-wise that you had to, uh, that you thought of? I mean, I know I saw fuck did I see online just tonight? Oh yeah, Bruce Campbell is going to be in a fucking TV series. What the fuck is that about? Uh, he's supposed to have a cameo in the, uh, well we talked about that last week, didn't we? Uh, in Sam Raimi's new movie, he's doing a oh, Marvel yeah, movie, right? It's a cameo, but he's actually doing a show on ABC. I really? I got picked up uh, where he plays um, some sort of a father to an adopted kid or something like that. Um, so that seemed interesting. interesting enough. Yeah, I mean, I, I know um, Rhodes has probably got a hard on for that one because you know he loves Bruce, but uh, you know we'll have to see how that. I'm goes. still just pissed off at Stars for not finishing out the uh, Evil Dead series. Uh, yeah, and I don't, I, you know, I don't know um, because I, I try not to follow too much, but um, that Evil Dead Rise. That's uh, coming or whatever that they're shooting in New Zealand later this year. <sighs> Just go ahead and say it, Mike. I like I like the Evil Dead reboot they did remake whatever you want to call it. I don't know how. I really I just I liked it okay, but. I wanted it's to still... like it, Cody. I really did, but I'll t they did. They just—it was a huge missed opportunity when you don't when, you know, you could have just. They could have done in for the end of. Well, that. they originally had a cameo planned at the end. Besides the cameo we got at the end yeah, of the credits. Well, yeah, that's a cop. They had it like he was the one that found uh, the girl Mia walking down the road and picked her up in the truck. Yeah, uh, in a truck. They should have. They should have at least done that. Yes. You know, just to tie in the universe, the universes together. But Evil Dead Rise, it may be a lot of fun. I may really like it. But having Evil Dead without Ash is like having a Nightmare on Elm Street without Freddy or Friday the Thirteenth without Jason. I mean it. Yeah, I mean at this point. He's the star of the show. Yeah. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. Definitely is. Definitely is. You, you you need... You need him there. If you're not going to have him there, you know, it's just it's not the same. Don't call it Evil Dead. Just, you know, wrap up Evil Dead. Don't do any more Evil Dead because without Ash, it's just pointless. Yeah, if they're going to do call something else Evil Dead, you know, give us another Evil Dead movie to 
tie up the whole since the show got canceled before its run was through. Right. Uh, give us another movie to tie it all up. Give us a pass and then the torch for then hey yeah yeah then hang up the chainsaw. Yeah, do that. The fans want it, Bruce. Give the fans yeah. what they want, please. It's only fair. It really is. Jeez, come on, come on, really. I mean, yeah, you'd think it'd be common sense, but. That, that's something that always aggravates the piss out of me is how ignorant Hollywood executives can be to what the fan base wants. Oh, and they, they without a doubt, they can. They don't. With all their freaking, with all their freaking test screenings and study groups, you know, trying to keep their finger on the pulse of what's popular and what's going to sell, you'd think. You would think this common sense shit like that, like, hey, you know, maybe, uh, you know, we shouldn't replace uh, Freddie uh, with uh, a different actor until, you know, maybe after Robert England's dead or something like that. But, uh, uh, or make an Evil Dead film without Ash. Right. Uh, so, exactly. Yeah, and don't even get me started with the fucking Freddy Krueger thing, because that, 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 that's another um, horrible fucking piece of shit. Ugh, sorry, I just can't. Well, for our one listener that, that has probably listened to one episode of our show before this, if that uh, has heard me bitch enough about the Nightmare, Nightmare remake, that I'm, I'm, not, I'm not even going to elaborate anymore on that. Yeah, I don't really think you have to. I think, you know, I think people at this point know uh, what they're getting, and it's... It's horrible. It really is. Horrible. So, changing tracks a little bit there, as long as we're on uh, the uh, Freddy and Jason uh, kick. Um, you think this lawsuit between uh, Sean Cunningham and Victor Miller is going to actually going to get settled this summer, like they're saying it is? I don't know. I, I think I think a lot needs to happen before. Uh... You know, well, and now there's, well, there's the new lawsuit now that, that Cunningham filed against Paramount and New Line saying that, um, for lost, um, lost, lost profits or whatever. Yeah. Revenue, yeah. Or, yeah. Whatever. Something. Oh yeah. Something lost revenue. Yeah. Those lines. And that, that just to me is like, you know, come on. But that's not going to hold up filming if the, him and the Victor Miller thing, uh, get, uh, settled. Yeah, I mean, they can still go forward with new, with production on a new film if uh, Sean Cunningham gets the rights back. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I think so. I just, you know, it's just, it's a whole, it's, it's just a whole thing. And I think that they just, you know, they, they need to stop and come to some sort of an agreement. Come on. I mean, really the fans want it. Just fucking make it happen. You've been sitting. And the thing is, you know, they're both older than Fuck. Yes. So, why do they want to waste their twilight years fucking fighting over this? You know, come to an agreement where they can both make money uh, and just be done with it. Yeah, that's the thing. You're going to make money. Regardless. Yes. Both of them are going to make money. Yes, exactly. 100%. 100%. 
Uh, the biggest thing, honestly, out of the whole lawsuit that I was pissed off over was, and I didn't even play it that much, but them shutting down, having to shut down all the uh, new production, uh, uh, new uh, add-on packs and stuff for the Friday 13th game. Yeah, for the game. And I haven't even played the game that much either, so. But it's so cool, the detail they went into on it, and the way they kept adding dip, uh, different uh, characters from the uh, franchise, and... Uh, I was just in awe of it. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean, I've seen, you know, I've played a little of it, but, you know, I did like what they were doing with it. I thought it was really cool. You know, but now, because of everything, it just, you know, they, they screw everything up with this whole feuding bullshit. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It really is ridiculous. Yeah, uh, personally, I hope Victor Miller gets fucked. I think, you know, I think at some point, something... I mean, I I hate to sound harsh on that, but, uh, no, fuck it. I don't mean, I don't hate to sound harsh, because he created the character of Jason. He didn't create the Jason we all know and love. Right. No, exactly. He didn't. And that's... that's Completely the... different character. Right. So... Right. Piss that, on him. Yeah, right. That Jason was a... First of all, that Jason was on screen for what? Um, a minute? If no, not know. that. Well, if you count the, the spot where, the, like, the flashback game drowning... I, I still don't think he had, no he didn't have thirty seconds or uh, didn't have sixty seconds of airtime. Hmm. I'm gonna have to time that out one of these days because now I'm curious. But yeah, I I mean I know it wasn't a lot at all. So you know, but I mean, come on, really, you got to get to a point where you just get over yourself and just realize, hey, it is what it is, you know. Come on. Like, let this happen. The fans want it. I mean, especially fucking last year would have been perfect. You would have got a 40th anniversary sequel. It would have been great. But instead, we got shit. I mean, you know. Ridiculous. It really is. I hope at this point, really, you know, both of them need to be taught a lesson. Because... They're, they're just arguing. It's like, come on. Give the fans what they want. Allow yourselves to make some sort of money. Yes. Well, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know how much uh, I want to blame Sean Cunningham because I don't know what no, I don't, Victor, I, what all Victor Miller, I, uh, from what I understood, Victor Miller was one complete right to the character. Yeah, that that's that's what I heard. And, you know, I mean... That's the thing. He just wrote the one movie. That was it. Jason, actually, you know what? In hindsight, the whole thing at the end, the jump scare, I don't even think he thought of that. I mean, he was... Fuck. He was... I forget, because we had him on Rabbit and Red back in 2018 or 19. when the Whenever like the lawsuit was happening, we had him on. 
and I don't even think, like, the whole jump scare at the end, the whole, you know, the main showcase of Jason, that wasn't even his idea originally, I don't think. I think Tom Savini, you know, said, we need a jump scare. You know, I think I, I, think I remember hearing something about that. Uh, it was on uh, Crystal Lake Memories, wasn't it? Yeah, something like that. So that's when, you know, so right there, you gotta just get to a point where you say, you know, enough is enough. Let's, let's get the ball rolling again, please. Yeah. You know? Somebody make some money off it. Yeah, please, come on, we're waiting. Oh, I gotta get that soundboard working, because I would have a perfect drop for that. Fuck. Next week, we will have a soundboard. That is working with sound effects that I can play. Don't hold them to that, guys. Don't hold me to it, but that's my goal. And it's just going to require me to sit up here and just be like, okay, um, I like this sound, I like this sound, I like this sound, I like this sound. You know. We only need, we only need two sounds, Mike. Yeah. Uh, we just need, number one, crickets. Uh, and then the uh, the uh, the clown noise it makes after the uh, every uh, scene with the two cops in uh, Halloween Five. Oh yeah, something like that. I don't know. Close enough. I'll just pull that though, regardless, because we could play that after everything I say, because that's pretty much you know. Let's be fair, both of us. Well, yeah. yeah. You know, if we weren't getting paid so much money uh, for doing this, you know, I, I would really care a lot more. I mean, right? <laughs> oh, shit. Well, uh, if you don't have anything else, Cody, should I, uh, well, we'll get to a break first, and then after that we can bring on our... Uh, our guest of sorts. Yes, our our huge guest that we are very honored to have. Uh, like I said, podcasting royalty. Uh, yes. Whoa, that was loud. <laughs> that was loud. <laughs> that was loud. I had to adjust the volume because I'm not doing that through the mixer. I'm doing that through something else. So that's why. But we'll, uh, we will be right back, guys, with our very special guest in just a few minutes.
I can still barely hear you, bud. Well, I had it away from my face. Uh-huh. We're recording. There, that sounded face. good. Yeah, okay. I'm going to hold it here, then. We're good. That's a, hey, just pretend you're like a sportscaster, okay? Yeah, right. He's in the <laughs> Right, he's looking on the weather. Like, you know? Suck the microphone. Like, oh, nobody saw that wow. coming. That's an amazing <laughs> fucking level right there. Giving this fucking fellatio. Uh, wait, we need to open with that. <laughs> <laughs> See? No, now he's got a new toy. <laughs> oh my god, that was a great level. Okay. Continue with the serious stuff. I'll just, you know, continue sucking my microphone. I'm happy that I'm here <laughs> after hearing oh. that. <laughs> I am. Oh. Glad to have you, buddy. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> Shit. And I promise, uh, I am still periodically working <laughs> on that podcast. I I will. Well, especially now that Mike's got a network uh, uh, to put it out on, I will eventually. There you go. Right. Get it finished. Yes, we need But nice. Uh, I mean, I'm hoping to get. Uh, I'm hoping to get a lot of, since Horophilia is gone now, to maybe get some of our old bunch from over there, you know, uh, from the groups to uh, migrate over here uh, to Rabbit and Red and, uh, you know, so everybody can hang out and bullshit like we used to. That would be great. That would be great, man. For sure. You know? Of course, you know, I prefer that uh, Matt would come out of retirement, but... Uh, See, Matt's I, smart. Matt stays away from everybody and everything. He's the smartest of us all. <laughs> you know, I believe you. I believe drama. you. He got the fuck out, and he says, I can't do this shit no more. And he just stays the fuck in his, in his own world. And he's happy. So, And I'm happy for him. You know, shit. Totally off I No, I don't think he's totally off Facebook. But I he doesn't have any communication in any, any groups. Not that often. He's there. But, I mean, it's... It's very, very rare to hear from him, you know. Let's see, Matt Wessel. I don't even think. No, I don't even think he's fucking around. On uh, on Facebook. Let's see. Oh no, there he is. Okay. No, that's not him. That's some other fucking Matt Wessel. No, I guess right now he's off. I think he just activates and deactivates periodically. Yeah, yeah. You know. I've noticed that. Uh, I think that's uh, smart though. I think Travis said he uh, he talked to him. Uh, TC, he said he talked to him uh, not too long ago. Oh, that's good. Yeah, he comes back and forth. I haven't talked to him in a little bit, but, you know, it's all good. I mean, he's in there. He's even in the Patreon page. So. <laughs> well, I hope his business is still doing well. I, I, he is. I'm, he is. Yeah. I he's haven't ever. Uh, I still haven't. You know, he's just like an hour and a half away from me, and I still haven't got up there, but. Uh, I was hoping it was he was still doing okay through all the COVID stuff. I know it's really put a hurting on a lot of restaurants. Yeah. Yeah, it sucks. But I don't know. I haven't even asked him about that part. I should give him a text just to see, you know, what's going on. But who knows what could happen now with all these groups. So many things have happened in the last six, seven, eight years around here. But it'd yeah. be cool if everybody could just come together and everybody could just yeah. freaking shake hands and, and come out and – because me, like, my attitude on life now is, is so much different than it's ever been. And I only want to I only want to bring out positive vibes. I won't even say anything that's negative under any circumstance. I have nothing negative to say about anybody, no, no matter what. And that's the I way to be, bud. Nothing but, for real, I've learned. 
I've learned. I could I could drop dead. I could walk outside the house tomorrow and fucking die. And, and what would happen? You know, people might feel bad. You know, well, this happened and that happened and we weren't talking for this amount of time. Or what if somebody I knew died or something? I just, I only want to emit positive vibes in the world. That's all I want to do, you know. I'm just trying to survive and do what's best for my family and, and have good relationships with people around me. And I got nothing bad to say about anybody. I really don't. I, I, I could... You know, that's just the way I feel. It's just like when I had things go down before all that shit that was going on with Dan and Lacey, I just said, I said, you know what? I said, fuck this. I said, I don't have to be best friends with everybody, but I do want to come out and shake hands and say, you know what? Let's put that behind us and be cordial at least and let's let's be friends. We don't have to talk every day, but I mean, and that's how it starts. And then you take it from there. But that's, I, yeah, I have no way about it. You know? you know, especially with podcasting and stuff, you know, it, yeah. it's it's something we all do for fun. Right, and, right. you know, that people can get so upset. I mean, it's it's just not worth it. I mean, and the the older I get, you know, I'm 40 now. Uh, and, you know, just a simple guy. Uh, <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> nice. But, uh, yeah, and having five kids and being busy all the time, you know, this this is like my escape to uh just get kick back and enjoy myself and yeah I, I i totally hear what you're saying brother i uh yeah man uh, i just don't have even like even with my ex-wife i just don't i don't have any need for any of the drama anymore you know if she wants to take a jab at me or something i'm like you know okay you know that's how you feel you know we got great kids and yeah that's it that's not, that's how I am. I'm just at a peaceful place in life, and and like I said, if I don't have anything positive to say, then I have nothing to say. So I I keep all my opinions to myself. I I let, I let everybody else fight about things that, to me that are nonsense. It doesn't matter. I mean, in thirty years, forty years, we're all going to be dead, and nothing we're doing now is really going to matter. So I'm just trying to enjoy my ride, man. That's it. And just just get by and pay my bills, and just have some fun when I can. Sadly, the money is the only thing I have to worry about. But aside from that, I just want to be peaceful with, with everybody in the world, man. That, that's that's where I'm at. If I make it 10 more years, I'll be happy. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll be honest with you. I'd be happy if when I go out tomorrow to grab the trash cans from the curb that I have a massive coronary and just drop. That would be... <laughs> I mean, fuck. Bring it on, please. Thank you. I'd be okay with it too if it's instant. I don't mind instant death if it happens right this minute. That's fine, you know. And I, but and I, I won't, Mike. I won't know you're dead till like a half hour to an hour after we're supposed to record next week because then I'll be like, "Hell, fuck, Mike still ain't here." I mean, and yeah, and I'm I'm late sometimes, so it's like you could tell like at first they're like, "Well, he could just be running late." Man, just be. <laughs> Because nobody is going to go on Facebook and say that I'm dead. You know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm not friends with really... Does that not freak you out, though? On uh, So many people I have on my Facebook, older people and, uh, unfortunately, people, some people from my uh, class that have uh, I graduated with that have passed. You know, when you see it pops up their birthday on Facebook, you know, and you almost type it in, like, oh, shit, they're dead. That would have been bad. Oh, I hate that. 
I don't even know. I don't even know when it's somebody's birthday. I don't look at the feed. All I do is I log on to Facebook. I go to notifications and I, and, I, and the groups that I'm in that I get notifications from. I just go there and I, and I respond to whatever people post. And that's all my online interaction that I have. Uh, I don't look. You're probably better yeah. off for it, buddy. Oh, I'm so me. much happier. I'm a, uh, I'm, I'm I a much myself, happier person. I let myself get involved way too much. In, you uh, could turn it off anytime, homie. You could stop it tonight if you want to. Just say, you know what, I'm not going to do it anymore, and just stop. And next time you get the urge to do something or, or you're bored, pick up a magazine or a book and read that instead. Or, or do fucking 10 push-ups. Do, what, do whatever you can <laughs> to break your addiction to that. Because you're you're you'll be a much happier person for it, man. Believe me. Oh, I told, I stress that over it way too much. Yeah, and it doesn't I, even matter. You know, Nobody cares. I've, I've never. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. You know, and you, you can get in there and talk with other people that are like-minded, and everybody bitches about the same thing. And after you're done bitching, you don't feel any better. <laughs> right. Right. Exactly. It's the, 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 doesn't, it doesn't help at all, all the stuff people do. I just want to talk about things that we agree on, like movies and stuff. And if we disagree on it, that's okay, too. It's just opinion. It's just movies. Who gives a shit? You know what I mean? I talk about movies, some wrestling, some music, shit that makes me happy. That's what I talk about. And if it doesn't make me happy, I don't, I don't bother with it. That's how I live my life now. You know? And I'm just, just trying to do that and trying to make a dime, and that's it. And I, I'd love to be able to make a movie someday. We want to be able to make this movie, but... That, that's up to COVID, but that's it. But the thing is, if I die right now, all I want is for people to come and tell my daughter, you know, good things about me. That's all I care about. About I don't care if I die right this second, but as long as my daughter can look back fondly on me and, and people could say nice things to her and say he was a good friend of mine or anything good that I ever said or did for him, that's all I care about. I don't care about me, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. I understand. I just want to be happy. It's all about the kids. Yeah, and I just want to be happy while I'm on this go-round. And if if we die tomorrow or in 10 years or, or whatever, as long as you don't have to go through too much pain, that's all that matters. That's how I look at it. Yeah, yeah, that, that's my main concern is my kids' future. It, uh, you know, and there's a lot of things between the state of the world and everything else. You know, I, I stress out things I never stressed about 10 years ago. Now I worry a lot more about yeah, worrying's not worth it. You going to bed, honey? Oh, my daughter's in here for a second. What are you doing? Using her. Oh, yeah, it's cool. The record button's not on yet. We're oh, going to do that in like a minute. No, we're just warming up. It's okay, kiddo. <laughs> okay, honey. Okay, honey. So. So how about you, Mike? You okay? Put the mic in your mouth again, Mike. And she's got to um, <laughs> get, I guess, an ultrasound of her carotids uh, like in two weeks to make sure that she's not blocked. Because if she's blocked, they got to put another stent in. Mm. And, you know, we'll just see. It'd be nice if, you know, uh, she would just sometimes die. But uh, <laughs> that's, that's. Hey, uh, Dave, I've already told Mike not to watch Renapal. I know, right? Good totally. Fuck. Yeah, yeah, for sure. You'd love it, dude. You'd love it. Oh, no, man. no, no, I don't, no. I don't recommend him watch Ritapal, Dave. I can't help it. I liked it so much what that I, I, you mentioned what, it. Oh, I liked it, too. Yeah. Oh, fuck, I know I gotta order it. I have to order it, like, now. Wait, what? 
talk amongst yourselves. At least you're back at home, Mike. That that's what I was concerned with. Last time I talked to you, you weren't at the house, so at yeah, least you're home. That's well, good. It's it's you're home the, the gummy bears. bears. Oh yeah. I hope you're on the gummy bears. Um he's they, on the gummy are you on the gummy bears right now, Mike? No, not right now. I, the last two nights I was I took a break tonight. Good. Get on those bears. You'd be oh, chill out about everything, oh, I man. Love them fucking things. See? That's awesome. Brilliant. I sat I told like, you. It, it's funny because I night and my mom when when she goes when she's in the bed like she does this thing trendelenburg where it's like her head goes down and her feet go up and she like moves herself up in the bed so she fucking she so we did that and she's like um in like that weird position and she's like sliding up in the bed like toward the top of the bed and i'm looking at her and i'm ready to start laughing my ass off because i'm like She's like a fucking weeble wobble on a scale that's out of balance. And I thought she was gonna like fly off the bed. I <laughs> and I I just I had it took every fiber of my being to not laugh at her. <laughs> because I, I do that a lot sometimes. Like there's times like I'll sit there and I'll be like, Did I just say that? No, I didn't say it, but I thought it. But maybe I should say it, but then no, maybe I shouldn't say it because if I say it, did I say that or did I thank it? Did I thank it or did I say it? That's maybe exactly both. What I was thinking, I, I you know what? That's next week. If we don't, if I don't get an interview for next week, I think. We're and if you don't die, yeah, right. We're taking we're, the garbage out, yeah. Right. We're, we're, or watch Rena Pal and are in prison. And well, <laughs> I mean, you know, there, there's been a few times where you actually sit there and I think, and I'm like, you know what? When, when you know what? We're wasting good stuff for the show. Well, I'm recording. I thought True. this was the show. Oh, you are. Oh, okay. Oh, wonderful. Okay, we're this good is then. a great show then. <laughs> that's I great. This was the show. Good. Wonder- that's beautiful of me. Wonderful. That's awesome, Mike. Thank you. That's that's that, that's how it should be. This is the best stuff on podcasts. To be natural. You're just, yeah. Yeah. When you're just shooting the shit, this is always the best stuff. I love it. You know that. That's how. I mean, shit. Back when. I started at least in 2010. That's what we relied on was fucking bullshitting back and forth. I mean, that that's really... Uh, God, and I really have to go back and start digging out some of the older, older stuff for the stream. See, it's a and shame. Cause about I what I want to get into tonight. Well, we, uh, well, we have Dave with us. I'd like to take a little trip down memory lane and, uh, and talk about you know, our roots of podcasting, uh, horror podcasting. And, uh, back in the day when, uh, skeleton crew and everything started out and rabbit and red and, uh, and, uh, kind of just walk through that a little bit. Well, you can do that in one second. You know, you know, by the way, I do have, because I played it on the, the rabbit and red station before I actually, Holy shit. There's Dave. I think, well, Oh no, my mixer's in the way. I'm sorry, Dave. I can't see it. Um, it's okay, buddy. But uh, I actually have a um, a skeleton crew back from I forget what number it was. It was one of the first thirty six, where Alex does actually say that I was the one that brought him onto the show in the first place, and I that was played on the actual you know stream station thing before. So if he ever tries to dispute me about ownership, I know um I can refer him to that. 
Well, there you go. If it ever comes to court, you can uh, be, uh, you know, Exhibit A. <laughs> Damn it, movie. Judge Judy retired. <laughs> She's got a new show. It's called Really? Judy's yeah, did you see Justice. that thing? Judy's Justice. Did you see the guy that was on there, Mike, that they were fighting about the um the rights to that movie? Oh, uh, the guy, the YouTube guy? That was People's Court. Oh shit! That's People's right. Court still around? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know it either. Holy shit! Marion. Marion. <laughs> hey, maybe we're not that old guys. Oh well, Wapner's dead. I know that much. Dude, I thought it was fake when they were talking on People's Court. The way they were talking about, they're like, "And here we are with so and so, and they're talking about their movie." It, the way they were talking, it sounded so contrived that it, at first. I thought it was like a fucking a spoof of people's court, but that's just the way they, it's like they're, it's like they're kind of like mocking themselves now. It's weird. I, I, I thought it was a joke at first, but it's actually the people's court. And they were, this guy was, he had like these bootleg copies of something and he was selling some shit online. And it, I forgot what it was, but there's this guy on YouTube that reviews them and he says he owns the fucking rights. Either way, it was some weird thing, but dude, I'm telling you, it sounded like I was watching like, Saturday Night Live, and they were spoofing it the way they were talking. Like, it, you have to see it to understand what I'm talking about. But did you see that, Mike, or no? No, I, I heard about it, and I was going to watch it, but then I forgot that it was on, and I fucking missed it. So I'll have to look it online at some point and see if... Um, yeah. You know, I'll, you know, I'll send you the link. I know where it is right now. Yes, please, definitely do that. Definitely do that. Yeah, I'm going to look for it now, because I know it's in this group. I was meaning to give you a call too. I just was too busy with stroke victim the last few days. It's insane. Ha <laughs> It's okay. Yeah, there it is. They were talking about fucking Hackle Lantern of all things. That's it. Yes. Hackle Lantern. Yeah. I just bought that Hold recently. On. I watched. Oh, did, you, did, did you guys watch uh, the uh, Joe Bob's Halloween special uh, where he did uh, Hackle Lantern? I didn't. I sure have, year. but. I didn't. So great. Hey, it, it was good. Not quite as good as the, as the banana laser commentary of Hack a Lantern, though. <laughs> we that so one I still love. We were so drunk. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, okay. I saved it. Now I'm going to send it to you, Mike. There it is. People's Court. I'm telling you, I, I dude, it's ridiculous. It sounds like it's a joke the way they talk. How the hell do I do this? What the hell is it? One of the guys was from Severin. And the funny thing is, the people, I mean, the guys that were on there, they don't even own, well, wait, no. If the one guy was from Massacre Video, Massacre Video owns Hack-A-Lantern now. But, uh, okay, I got it, there it goes. I hope it's the right, I'll have to, I'll have to. The way it's sent, it looks kind of weird, it's all kinds of. It's It's just letters. It's a third party sentence. If you click it, I hope it works, if not, I'll have to do it some other way. Let's see here. I'm going to see if I can. It's on YouTube. Oh, you know what? I'll do it this way. I'll send it right from YouTube. This will be better. Okay. All right. Let's see. Copy the link. Maybe this will work this way. But I'm telling you, man, the thing that really got me was that that, that might be a little better. The way they talk on it, it sounds like a joke. I'm telling you, i got to try that and see if it even. I don't know. I know the one guy I thought was from Severin. I think the other guy was Massacre Video, because it was two guys that were on there, I think, from what I heard. You have a, uh, oh, a, an internet show called 
creature feature? The creature feature. It's some internet show. See, it's I don't know. I hear myself through the headphones, and I'm not used to that yet. But I was told I should monitor my. Listen to this. Lewis Justin. He says the defendant is a bootlegger, and the guy stole a film of his and uploaded it on the internet without his permission. That's a big no-no. He's suing for ten thousand dollars for his damage. Doesn't that sound like a He's the host of a late night internet show about old horror movies. The plaintiff claims he has the rights to one of the ones he commented on, hasn't shown him proof, and he owes him nothing. He's accused of scaring oh, yeah. silly. It's plain. Doesn't it sound like it's like a spoof though? The way they talk? They don't talk that way on people's court, do usually do they? What that He's is. accused of scaring oh, no, they, a guy silly. Still, you know? Well, I mean Stupid shit like that, maybe not, you know, they didn't do that back in the day so much, I don't think, but I think it's a... Hell, I'd start going to public hearings if that's the way they talk. I didn't know. I mean, if people <laughs> were missing something, guys. I mean, I haven't been in court since the last time I got divorced, so... Uh, yeah. it... <laughs> that's scary. Right. Oh, I want to go good. to court. Can, can somebody report me to the FBI? Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> hey, okay, uh, watch Renapal, Mike. <laughs> we'll write you letters in prison. Can we do Rabbit and Red live from cell block C? <laughs> Rabbit and Red live from prison. <laughs> yes. Rabbit and Red live great. from prison. As long as I get conjugal visits with my microphone, please. <laughs> How's that new mic working out for you, Mike? I mean, I'm ready to give it what for. Pull down my pants and insert it and see what happens. You know. Oh, my. That could be uh, a compromising situation, and since we're on webcam, yeah, yeah. you might want to you might want to put a condom over it. Uh, you know, well, it does have it does have the windsock. So the windsock. Yeah, I can't do that with my mic. I got one of these uh, like snowball ice mics. The big round ones looks like a softball. Yeah, that's what I used to have. Right. No, I take it back. After twenty years at my job. There's plenty of room. You won't even need any lube. Just toss it down there. Be like throwing a fucking basketball down a well. I, I was going to get <laughs> one of those ice microphones, but uh, after you have to get the, the ASCAP uh, music license for this shit, you know, with the streaming thing and all that, it's like, uh, that kind of tapped me. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, Dave, I'm uh, I'm kind of proud of our boy mike he's uh he's really stepped up to the plate on this uh new platform thing uh got the uh apple and android uh, rabbit and red streaming apps going uh hopefully soon we'll have the uh, on demand on the apps too uh that's cool got the website up up and going and uh we have currently have three new shows and he's got a bunch of the uh, old catalog of rabbit and red and uh, some of the original skeleton crews. Um, I'm going to steal um, probably 37. Steal, he's not even hundred some and uh, play those two on the, the stream. And like I said, well, they're out in the, you could do it now. You could, well, it's out in the ether. It's fucking, it's not in the cloud anymore. It's nowhere to be found because horophilia shut down. So there's no, yeah. You know what I mean? Like somebody said something to me the other day about it. But first of all, congratulations anyway, because the fact about an app changes the whole game. Because like 
I tried to listen initially when I knew what was coming out, and I couldn't play it because I I listened to podcasts at work, so I I couldn't I can't let it. Something has to play in the background. It's like YouTube. You can't you can't listen to YouTube or watch it unless you keep it on the screen. So I need things that go into the background. So at first, when you put out the Rabbit and Red stuff, and it was like the website, I couldn't play it while I was working, so I couldn't do it. But then, uh, I think John told me about the app and that that I can get the app. So that changes everything. So that that's a good idea. And if you got everything up and running on it, and then fucking. That's really cool. The whole live stream and everything else. That's that's fantastic. Well, yeah, the li- I mean, the only thing that sucks is like you had to pay like to get the apps. You had to pay for the fucking membership to Apple to fucking be a developer just to get the app out there in the first place. I mean, Google was easy. They just fucking were like, you know, you want an app? Go ahead, just do it. Like that didn't cost anything. Right. But fucking Apple, they rape you over that shit. And then I went to get, like, the the music thing, and then, oh, yeah, before the Apple thing was released, like, Google just, like I said, they put it out, no problem. Fucking Apple was like, no, you're you're playing third-party music. We don't like that. You have to get an ASCAP, like a a music license to play copyrighted music. So I'm like, oh. Which is the coolest thing. uh, 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 Sorry to interrupt, but the coolest thing I think you've done in this whole thing, Mike, is getting... Get that to where we can play copyrighted music, uh, because so many times, well, even whenever I was first uh, brainstorming on uh, my podcast that uh, I still have not finished editing, uh, <laughs> that that there was so much stuff I wanted to use that I couldn't, that I knew I couldn't, and uh, it's great now that, well, even like John's show. Roads on the Rocks. I've been jamming out it on uh, the way to work uh, here for the last couple of weeks. It it's it just great, you know, to be able to play like a radio station. You know what, whatever music you want. Oh, see, that's the deal, huh? Because you can't do that. You, that that was always the problem on YouTube and everywhere else. Is you get flagged for, you know, and everybody wants to get their stuff out on YouTube, and that's the big problem. Is that you all, you know, you can't have copyrighted music. You get flagged. Yeah, Mike's got all the licensing yeah, now, like, so on like our, our streaming for and for an ASCAP license to play all that music stuff. Oh, well, that's probably why Jason was able to do with Horophilia then. I'm trying to figure that out because I know that he had to pay some type of fees each year because we chipped in. So I was trying, maybe that, that's why it's just a podcast. But then again, this is the streaming thing, so it's different. Man, the whole thing. It's so confusing. Yeah, I don't I don't understand at all. <laughs> I don't either. That's why we got our own music done when we freaking on Exploding Head. I said we initially we had like music. We had like a, I had a thing from Gravediggers and Anthrax. And then I said, why don't we just fucking pay somebody to do to make our own unique thing and then put it in the show and then if we want to play it on YouTube or this place or that place, nobody could say, Hey, you know, you're playing music. So that's what we had to do. So now I have like a piece of paper that says I have copyrighted music for the fucking the music we have for exploding ads. Yeah, it's copyrighted. So if any, I hope someone does try to use it just so I can sue them. Although you can't really sue. <laughs> All you can do is tell them to stop. And then and then really all you can do after that. If the, if if someone gets a cease and desist and continues to do it, then then you could sue them. But who's gonna fucking steal that? You know. I, 
music yeah. for a podcast. Nobody, you know? That's the thing that people don't realize. You can rip off anybody anytime you want. Like, you could play things. I mean, YouTube's going to flag it and take it down. But, I mean, you could do something and, and do it one time and wait. And, and until they send you a cease and desist, you're, you're okay to do what you want to do. Sure. You could, you could right now. You could, there could be a thing on, on right now on television live. And you could put it on fucking Rabbit and Red right now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Let's say there's something you wanted, any fucking thing. And uh, unless they, they pick it out and they, and they send you a fucking letter or you get a warning from somebody, and then, then, then you just then you say, okay, I won't do it again, and it's over. Yeah. But, you know, well, like, not that I do it. Yeah, especially if there's no monetary gain. Right. There's no reason to. Right. What the hell was it? This past Saturday, I played on the, uh, on the, the station, on the streaming, I played uh, Carpenter's Lost Themes 3. All the way through. I mean, actually, I think I played it at least two or three times Saturday. I can't remember. But, uh, I don't know. I'm just, you know, trying to fill with as much content as I can at this point. That's the, uh, that's the problem, is programming for a fucking station that has to run 24-7. Because if it doesn't run 24-7, then Apple sees it as a non-starting app, and they'll, you know, get rid of it. So it has to run 24-7 or they'll like shut it down in the Apple store well at least you've got um, a good back catalog of shows to to keep playing yeah. but I mean still even with all 10 years worth of shows or the better part of 10 years worth of shows <laughs> well, did I say good well, I apologize I don't, know what he said. I don't think he's did you say good I don't know I just heard you said 10 years well, yeah, <laughs> ten year, yeah 10 years of shows uh you know the for better still, or worse. Well, yeah, <laughs> right. better or worse, that, that, yeah. that just about says it right there. That's it's everybody, though. You know you know what you should do, Mike? When, when 2 a.m. comes around, Eastern Time, that's when you should just play soundtracks, horror movie soundtracks. Like, for example, like you did with Carpenter's Lost Themes, then you should do, like, Halloween 3 every night. And then fucking, and then, like, newer, newer shit, like, mellow stuff, like, trippy fucking, you know, synthesizer shit, just from, like, 2 a.m. to, like, 8 a.m., like, every night. So if people are laying down in bed, whatever, they can put on the fucking earbuds and and listen to some, you know, some groovy, trippy fucking uh, instrumental shit. Then that Which, could be a third of your programming. I didn't really think about it till now, guys, but who, who would have thought, Mike, 10 years ago, when you guys started Rabbit and Red Radio, that it would someday actually be a, ra a radio station. Um, I know I didn't, and uh, if, if Vince would get his shit together and actually try to do a show on here like I want him to, um, you know. Well, like a comedy show? I told him to do something. I said, all, I have all this time, even with Rhodes and his music show. I said, you know, I said, make it fucking four or five hours. Just do a fucking show and play whatever fucking music you want. We have the fucking means to do it. Just do it. He's like, no, I think I'll keep it at like an hour. I'm like, but there's so much more time to fill. And I want to see, and I want to <laughs> get to a point where the weekends is all music. That's what, like... I would love for like Saturdays and Sundays or at least maybe even Saturdays to just be music all like all day for like Saturday. You could do that now. Who's stopping you? You have the music, don't you? Well, I could, but the thing is like 
unless somebody's here to actually play it. I can do like auto DJ things, but the thing is, programming individual. You'd have to like program each song in individually, and that's just. Uh, oh, you can't do albums. You can't run it off iTunes and, and no, you and say Halloween three soundtrack fucking beginning to end. No, you have to basically what you have to do is you have to create a playlist with those tracks in it, and then they'll uh, they'll go from there. That's not bad though, because you said it goes through Apple, right? Uh, no, it's it's just through, um, what the fuck is the name of the service that I uh, Citrus Three? So they have like an auto DJ mm-hmm. thing, and I basically upload. Like right now, all I do is I have like a shitload of shows up because they give you like twenty gigabytes of auto DJ space. So I have about fifteen gigabytes right now, full. of podcasts that I like play in or whatever or program in um actually I had a loop of programming running for the last three days so that'll remind me I have to change it for tomorrow damn I I get anxiety just fucking hearing about having to do all that I can't even edit a show or or (laughs) I won't even try to let me apparently I can't either (laughs) I'll never try. There's no way. I'd stress right out. Why do you think, you know, I suggested about doing the live stuff in the first place is because I just don't want to sit there and fucking edit a show. I just don't want to do it. Who can blame you? Not me. So you kind of traded one for the other, though, Mike, is what you're saying. Yeah, now you're working even harder because you you tried so hard not to work that you ended up doing more work trying not to work. Oh, yeah. More work, more time, more money. Holy shit. See? It's like, you know. Believe me, I, you know, I should just, like, there are times when I think about it, I'm like, you know, because when I first started it, when I got the idea and I got the, the, the station and I got this, like, okay, I'm like, this could be really good. And then all of a sudden I'm like, wow, this is a little more than I anticipated. Do I really want to do it? And I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. Aside from caring for a stroke victim, I have nothing else going on. Why can't I just do that? <laughs> so, fuck it. Hey, if it makes you happy, keeps you busy. I wouldn't say that it makes me happy. If I can start generating some revenue from it, then then it'll make me happy. Because right now, right now for the year, I'm probably over 500 in the hole at this point from this whole fucking venture right now. You should set up a thing then and, and, and see if people would pitch in. I'd pitch in. I don't know. I've just never been a fan of... I've never been a fan of Patreon. Like, I, I just, if I'm going to do it, I'm going to... Well, GoFundMe or something. There are all kinds of crowdfunding. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have to be a Patreon. It could be a, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Any type of thing like that. Any type of... I mean, know. I mean, I... Well, I mean, you know, shit. <laughs> I, I'd probably, uh, you know, well... It's, uh... Oh, I can't say that. I fucking... I sit there and I listen back to the shit on the stream almost every day when I'm not listening to fucking... I giggle uh, driving to work. I listen to him. I giggle like a little fucking girl. <laughs> That's awesome. On most of them. On most of them. Yeah, some of them... Were... Now, when we first got this up and going and we're having a lot of technical problems, uh, I, I, I cringed. 
knock on wood, and it's been all Mike. He's got it figured out himself, and uh, and he's he's put it together and made it a, uh, in my opinion, a pretty solid program, and uh, and I really enjoy it now. Yeah, it sounds good. I'm I'm excited to to to, to do it app style now. That's what I'm saying. Now I can check it out that way. But like, Mike, if you, let's say you're okay, you put a couple bucks into it, like you said, five hundred in the hole, whatever it is. Uh, you can, you know, you can raise it one way or the other. But the good thing is, you don't have to answer to anybody. It's your money, That's the, yeah. right? See, like someone like me, like see, look at this is what it is about Patreon with us. This, this basically, there's two main reasons. Well, three. There's three main reasons that that we went this way. We were gonna call it quits on our podcast. We were gonna call it quits mostly because Christian and myself have families. And the the, the podcast we do, much like you now with this thing, it's not your normal venture. It isn't just get online once a week and and bullshit about a movie for an hour and say goodbye and check out. It's it's a lot more. Like what you're doing is a whole lot more than that. What we were doing is we're watching three movies, sometimes four, during the week, then getting on and recording for three, three, four hours. Meanwhile, we have families that want to see us. And if all our time is dedicated to this, it's like – it got to the point that, you know, so much is going into it. And, you know, we have our wives and our kids and whatnot. We're like, well, uh, it got to the point that it was dominating so much of our life. And it was like, well, we're going to have to, we want to make a movie, number one. We want to save up some money so we could make a horror movie. Then COVID hit and they kind of put that, you know, in the sand for a bit. But it was like, we had to kind of justify it to our, our wives and our family and saying, hey, this is going to go somewhere. Yes, it's a hobby. Yes, it's for fun. But keep in mind, we are putting a lot of time in it and sacrificing it, but we're going to try to build on this. We're going to try to get it somewhere. So that was like the the real number one reason that it went that way. Otherwise, we were going to call it quits. We were just going to stop at show 100 and just retire from the podcast. Then we had the idea, hey, if we can pitch this to our family and say we can do this and see if the listeners are on board – Let's see to do that. So that was reason number one. Reason number two was not having to, what do you call it anymore? Advertise. Don't have to go on Twitter. Don't have to fucking go look for new people anymore. Don't, and, and, and all that other stuff. You don't see us advertising the show anymore except on our page. That's it. None of that's looking around like it used to be. And number three, we wanted to get off a line. It's a toxic place on Facebook now and on social media, and we didn't want any sure. part of it. Yeah. And the podcast is what's keeping me on it, and it's what's kept me on it all these years. So now, by starting that little Patreon family and then saying, okay, we're going to have a private chat just for the members and a private group just for the members, we'll have our own little family dynamic, our own little community, if you will, and that's the only place we have to fucking be now. So we got rid of all that drama and – we were able to justify stuff for our families and say, okay, we're going to build off of this. So yeah. and that, like that saying, was the reason why. If it wasn't zero that, negativity. Zero right. negativity. Everybody gets along. Right. Like-minded. You know, everybody can really, whenever it comes to joking around, really pull out their claws and nobody's going to get offended. Uh, and it's just a lot happier healthier environment and that's what we were going for so that's what it is so i understand if someone doesn't doesn't get it but i mean it was that or we were gonna quit 
So I was like, okay, this is what we have to do. We're, it, it's so much time was going into that show. And then for a while, and it's three shows a month and, and three movies a show, sometimes more. We are doing so much. And it's just like, you know, you got you got to, if you're working five days a week and then you only have a couple hours free time to see your family and, and you're filling 50% of that with this, you know, it, it could be. It could be a lot, you know what I mean. So it's like, well, sure. it's not—it's not just for fun. We got to tell them that it's this, and, and we're building on something else. And luckily, a lot of people came aboard, and it was cool. But that's—that's that's really the reason why. And on top of it, I was hoping that it would set a precedent where maybe other people will follow, because so many people work so hard. Like I said, anybody can get online and talk for an hour, but then you see podcasts that put a lot of work into their shit—a lot—and. I don't know. The way I see it, that's the best thing and the worst thing about podcasting is that anybody can do it. You know what I mean? Anybody can do it, which is great, but anybody can do it, which is also sometimes shitty because there's, I don't know. There's just, it's, it's hard to, it's hard to explain. I'm just saying that maybe if more people follow down that road, then more people that were good at what they were doing would, you know, have motivation to do it. Like look at the people on YouTube. Man, they're making money from ad revenue left and right. Meanwhile, us podcast people are fucking out in the cold. Yeah. You know? Yeah, and a lot um, of my daughter and uh, and my girlfriend's kids are all, they watch almost nothing but YouTube when they're not playing video right. games. And some of the, the shows they watch, I'm like, these kids are making, you know, making, have like million dollar a year plus youtube contracts and it's just dumb as shit (laughs) you know they're not doing anything Uh, talking about video games that they're playing you know just narrating through it and uh i'm like holy shit you know so i think mike mike i think you should do something uh, because i think you deserve it because of the time you're again you don't have to answer to a wife and a kid's that's different. So, but still, just the fact that you're you said you're 500 in the hole, you should be you should say hey, put something out there and you know say hey, I'm not saying force everybody to do it to absolutely say hey, you have to go behind a paywall the way we did it, but I mean just put something out there and say sure hey, more li- more like a tip jar, us, you know yeah like a tip jar exactly exactly well people need to yep. start listening for that I mean it's 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 growing. But it's like yeah, yeah. Maybe not so steady sometimes, but it's you know, it's getting there at somewhat. I mean, hopefully things will you know start to pick up. But I guess how long has this been like this, Cody? What for like a month, two months? Are we in the second month now? Uh, I think so. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So. I don't know. I didn't look at the stats for this month, but last month they were. Ugh. I mean, it was a start. So. But we'll yeah, but you know, you should network. do three three bucks a month. You know what I mean? I would give you three bucks a month. Why not? And, and I bet other listeners would too. That's we a, pay that's you what three it, bucks a, three bucks a month to listen, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Well, that but still, you know what I mean, right? We get three dollars a month. That that that's what we charge on Patreon. It's just three dollars a month, and it's three shows. And it's audio and video. It's a lot of shit for fucking three dollars. But I mean, what? Yeah, they're talking, Mike. They're talking like they do three, four hour shows most of the time. You know, yeah, so getting a lot of content for it. Oh yeah, of course we do all everything we can with that, and then we try to keep everybody involved in, in every way 
shape and form and keep a community. But the thing is, if people would do that, Mike, you, you should just put up a thing. You know, would you like to donate a, a dollar a month, three dollars? I would. I would give you three dollars a month in a heartbeat. Why wouldn't I? You know what I mean? It's so. Maybe put something on the website. I don't know. I'll have to see. You should, Mike. Don't feel guilty about it. People that want people listen to it. Look at that. Look at it this way. People, and here's the deal. I've talked to people on the Patreon, and a lot of them said have told us, and they, they give more than three. They give like more, like upper tiers. And they, they never even ask for anything in return. They just want to support the show. They just like the show. They're like, you know what? Even if, I don't, I don't even want the rewards. I just want to give you this money every month because I see how hard you guys are working. I know what you're doing. I love the show. So other people are creating and they're collecting. So why not you guys too? So they're, so they're, so they're doing it. So that, that, that's what I'm saying. That's what I would, that's what people could want to do for you. Like if you're putting all this time in, I would do the same thing. Mike, you're working hard here. You know what I mean? I just... I don't know. That's the way. That's just one way to look at it. Don't feel bad about it because if if the people, these are the people that love your stuff the most. They don't. They want to help you out. They see the work you're putting in. They don't look at it as oh you're you're trying to rape us of our money and this and that because again, look at all the time you're putting in. It isn't like, you know, I keep saying it, but it isn't like you're just going online once a week. Okay, let's watch a sleepaway camp. And then we'll talk about it for an hour from 2 to 3 p.m. on Sunday, and we'll put out the show. And then you get on there and you do it. Anybody can do that. You're doing a lot more, you know, just like we are. We're doing a lot more. Certain shows really work hard, you know, like 22 shots. and uh, Shows do it, and other shows don't. They just come on and they, they crack wise for an hour. And Which, they, you know, and, and these, is fine, you know, too. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Have fun. It's a hobby. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, exactly I'm totally in line with what you're saying there, uh, Dave. Uh, you know, you put in the time and all the effort and everything and really try to put out a quality product. You know, if, if people want to help out, you know, why not? Right. So that's what I'm saying, Mike. Don't feel bad about it, you know? We thought of, believe me, Mike, when we decided to do it, we talked about it on Skype three separate times, whether whether or not we should do it. If we should call it quits, should we do this? Should we do that? Should we try to get a, what do you call a GoFundMe? There were all these different options, and we talked about them with listeners. And we, we asked, you know, people what they thought about it. And people were, like, kind of, like, gun ho about it, especially when I said we're going to take ourselves off the grid and have our own little community, too. There's going to be a Patreon page, a chat, and a fucking, uh, a, what do you call it, and, and, and a special group. And they were, they were, like, all for it. They were, like, okay, that we think that's the best choice. So we did it. So that's what I'm trying to convey to you. You shouldn't feel bad because people that like you like you, you know. Those uh, those people are are becoming few and far between. I'm sure. <laughs> hey, there's still a lot of old school skeleton crew fans out there. I guarantee you, especially since Horophilia is no longer with us. Uh, right. Yeah. I mean, if they look. We just we just need to get migrate those people over to Rabbit and Red to hang out on the group page and uh, and download the apps and uh, you know I mean, well, hang out with us iTunes interact too. so just you know if they go to Rabbit and Red Radio Network that's iTunes everything's on iTunes through there so you know we still do yeah. have the iTunes too so that's you know not app based it's that's for all the shows and all that. 
I tell you, man, I listened to probably 30 podcasts, right? Out of those 30 podcasts, I would probably pay um, to listen to 10 of them. If they said, okay, this is what we're going to do, because I think that's how good those shows are. To me, it's worth me paying to listen to them. But that's just me. You know, that's just how I feel about it. I, I want to give them things if they ask for it. If they said, okay, we're going to stop, and, and, and you're going to – and this is the way we're going to do it because we're entertainers or wherever. And we believe in a product. You want to support us? I go, here, take my $3 a month or take my $5 a month for all the entertainment they give me. You know what I mean? I'm at work every day working, you know, eight-hour days listening to podcasts. It's like, yeah, there's certain shows I look forward to. As soon as they drop, I'm going to go to them. Other shows I just listen to just because they're there and, and they're just okay with me. But there's like, you know, 10, 12 shows that I can't wait till a new episode comes out. And when they come out, I'm like, yeah, I got to get on it. If all of a sudden they told me, hey, it's going to be $3 a month from now on, I'd be like, yeah, go ahead. I don't know. I'll have to see if we keep, hopefully we'll keep picking up, you know, we'll keep getting numbers and maybe, maybe in another few months I'll, I'll see how, uh, how things are and if I can't, because uh, I do have some people that are actually trying to get, um, ads that I can run on the stream, you know, on the streaming service, like in between podcasts or whatever. And if I can, you know, get some revenue from that, you know, that would be nice. So, I mean, we'll just have to see. It's do it and do it. I'll, I'll help promote. I'll help. I'll, I'll promote it in the, in the exploding ads. I'll see. Oh, you that, know, these are that's friends awesome, Dave. We, we really well, appreciate that. Cause right now you we're know. just, you know, it's, it's new and well, Rabbit Red's not new, of course, but... Well, this is a huge fucking and, learning curve. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and, uh, you know, with the apps and the uh, the app streaming service and uh, the website and everything, we're just trying to get the word out now and trying to make Rabbit and Red new again. Yeah. And, uh, to, uh, and actually, now with the consistency, at least we're, we're kind of on a weekly schedule with it. That's, that's something, you know, because before we were... Uh, shit whenever but yeah you know but now it's uh it's different which with shows i mean that that's key to the success in my opinion of uh of a good podcast number one you gotta have quality of course but consistency uh, i mean like a skeleton crew banana laser exploding heads you know all of them uh all three shows have always were always pretty consistent. Well, uh, toward the end of uh, uh, Skeleton Crew, of course, uh, they weren't as common. But um, Cody, I'll tell you a secret: Skeleton Crew isn't dead. I don't care. Well, I know that. I, I, I don't yeah. Care how many times Alex says it's going to be dead? It's not dead. He won't kill it. Oh, he said he hey, won't. He said he won't. He's, I will uh, kill it one day, but he won't. I don't think anybody should kill it. I think he should do it. Yeah. I think I think you should do it with him occasionally. I think so many things could well, be done skeleton crew style. I, I, yeah, and you guys just come down. back whenever you feel like it, when you got the time, you know. Uh, just like with an analyzer, you know, I was so glad here, what was it, year before last, uh, whenever uh, you guys came back with a new episode, uh, and Bottom line, it's something you're doing that you enjoy. It's for fun. You know, what? why Why have to have a definitive end to it? Right, why and, not? And, exactly, right. Buddy, I'm with you. 
and I think there will be more shows with with Alex and Mike together or without, or maybe two different ones. Who knows? Who knows what there's going to be, but it definitely isn't worth arguing over. That's for sure. Well, personally, personally, this is 2021. Next year is going to be the 10-year anniversary of the Skeleton Crew. I, for one, as a mega fan of the crew, am going to be terribly disappointed if we don't get an awesome 10-year anniversary show with at least part of the original cast, if not all of them. I mean, I'm a, I'm here. I know when he was doing his quote-unquote farewell tour, I was, look, I was more than pissed off when I heard that he was doing that and I wasn't even invited. That pissed me off, uh, and that that's why that's why I just I, I said that I I would be done with Alex just because for him to just like fucking throw me away like that fuck you dude <laughs> I'm sorry but it wasn't the farewell tour it, it turned out not to be the farewell tour yeah, Mike but, so but, you know yeah, but still I mean you know come on dude like really um, I understand how you feel but you know I understand that point of view again I don't this is the first I've heard this so what do I know you know what I mean that the, the whole other fucking thing so hopefully you guys can work that out but yeah. I didn't know I didn't know that that you know what I what do I know? <laughs> all I know is if I'm if somebody asks me to be on a show, I show up. That's all there is for me. That's all I can do. <laughs> you know what I mean? If I if somebody asks me, any one of my friends, if I have the time, hey, you want to come on and kick it and do this? Yeah, of course. You know what I mean? And that's where it ends for me. So I didn't get into any background on that. I didn't know. I, I all I know is that Alex and Mike were doing a show at that time. They were doing the Sunday show, and I was the, liking was, it, and I was wanting to come on. Well, and that's you know? really because we were doing the Sunday show, and for him to just like totally blow me off with that, it's like, well, oh, 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 because he told me that certain people um, were against me coming on to the show, but then I found out from certain people's husbands that they didn't have a problem with me, and that Alex lied to me about it. I'm not saying names. Because no, no, no. There's always a lot of he said, she said, and there's always a lot of reasons with other yeah. things going on to really get down to the, the, the fact of the matter. Right. So who knows? Maybe one day people can get together and they can find it out. Well, deep down, I know the, the, the type know? of person that Alex is, and I just think that, that he was very wrong for not involving me in that. And that's all. That I does sound it. I know that, you know, yeah. it's well, just, bottom it's line, Mike, I mean, until you hear his side of the story, I mean, sure, it'll, it doesn't sound good, but until you hear, until you hear his side of the story, you know, maybe he'll hold back judgment a little bit and, uh, for the, for the good of the show, uh, for, he'll paint himself as a good, as a good person who is only trying to do the right thing because I've heard it for 10 plus years. See, he's he, he thinks he's the Howard Stern of podcasting, yes. The only thing that him and Howard Stern have in common is they're both fucking neurotic as hell. That That's what they have in common. And he's not going to change. And that's just that. And it's unfortunate, but that's just him. Well, I really hope you guys can work it out. Some, yeah, I always some hope point that. Line. Right, uh, 
Like I said, so uh, before you guys go live, is there anything else you want to cover while I'm here? Because I know you guys got to go live, like, what, in eight minutes? <laughs> uh, really, yeah, you know, we've talked about podcast history a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we've... Mike's the showrunner. I didn't know if he had something in mind. That's all. I was just trying to... Uh, no, I let Cody do a lot of the show running. <laughs> it's okay. I'm it's okay. <laughs> I watch, yeah, I just watch levels too. I watch Mike's blood pressure go up about twenty points. Yeah, pretty much. That, that's what a lot. Yes. Well, now we should bring it down so we can like. Yeah, you know, there you go. We need, we need, need to, we need something. to slide. Just yeah, slide on out on a nice, cool note. I'll just have yeah, something to, happy. I'll just have to watch uh, Halloween Six afterward. That's that's just. That's there you go. Have, oh God. have you been watching it lately? The last time I watched it was, um, I guess, around October when I was at my cousin's for that um, two-month period. And, uh, yeah, because I watched it um, under the influence of gummies. And <gasps> Ooh, that's almost like seeing it for the first time. Uh, well, yeah, consider- it was a bad deal, Dave. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Donald, I didn't know. Donald's death really hit me. Um, it felt like it was oh. 1995 all over again. Wow. Which version did you watch? Uh, it was on AMC for Fear Fest because at my cousin's oh. I didn't have my archives with me, so I just watched it on Fear Fest. So it was the theatrical cut edited for TV. Mm. And, uh, yeah, he went back to little 14-year-old Michael J. Uh, with, he had hair on his head, a full head of hair. Uh, his legs still worked. Oh, wait, no, his legs never worked. No. Uh, but He had no hair on his <laughs> bald. Well, <laughs> well, no. Back then, it was a jungle down there. Now, not so much. Now, I'm fourteen years old. Holy shit! Uh, oh yeah, it was I? Uh, yeah, as soon as puberty hit down there, it was like assault with the bush, with the man bush. Wow! Uh, I, was, I thought I was hairy. I was, wow! No shit. I thought we were gonna take this out on a positive note. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, he's happy. Shit. He's talking about his balls. That's not so bad. <laughs> yeah, it could be worse, I guess. If only they were being serviced, that could be, you know, that would be even happier at this point. One step at a time, right? Well, maybe I could make that be a tier for the GoFundMe or something. Oh, shit, no, I'd have to pay somebody to do that for me. Um, You should get on a, a mice. Oh, no, what is it called? Uh, uh, what's that shit called? A um, uh, OnlyFans. There you go. Yes. <laughs> oh God, Mike. Michael J's OnlyFans account. Yes. Oh God. Yep. I'll do. I'll do like shower cams or something. Put put a link. Uh, put a link to it on the on the website. Mm-hmm. There it is. And no, then I'll, the money you make on yours, you could support. You could pick any any female of your choosing on their OnlyFans. I'll do. See? I'll do. I'll do shower cams. <laughs> Did you see Spree, Mike, or no? S P R E E. Oh, watch that one. I think you'd like it. It's fun. Yeah, because when you said shower cams, there's something that happens like that in, in that movie. How about the rental? Did you see the rental? Yes, the rental I did see. And yes, the rental. Did you like it? I enjoyed that immensely, yes. Oh, Me yes. too. Yes. Oh, I'm going to have to get on that one. Uh, I've oh, heard a lot of buzz great. about it. That is, I loved it. Yeah, Not, that was yeah. really good. And, you know, because I don't watch anything hardly. You guys, you guys know this. But... Um, I, I did watch that one. I definitely watched that one. That one nice. Was, good. Was really good. 
Um, what else? How about the dark and the wicked? Did you see that one? Didn't see that one yet. Didn't pick that one up yet, surprisingly. That's on my list of stuff I have to get. Is it out on? Oh, yeah, I have it. What am I? Who am I kidding? It was my favorite movie of the year. Of course I have it. The fuck am I thinking? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because there's so much shit that's coming out. I can't. That, is that on Shutter? Yes, it is. Uh, it is on Shutter. Yep. Yes, I thought so. Watch it. That's right. It is on Shutter too. God damn it. Yep. So I took a break from collecting, Mike. You know what I did? I took a break from collecting Blu-rays. I moved over to VHS, and because I, I got VHS shelves in my basement now, it's like a video store. It's awesome. Yeah, Mike, have you have you seen any of this? I've seen some of your. Uh, I've seen some of your. Um, your setup. I really, you know, your. Uh, it's freaking amazing. Into the VHSs, I will say that much. Yeah, well, you know, it's that's what it's all about—the nostalgia of fucking the VHS days, the '80s, and all that that shit that I that I love. So now I, I got all the VHS. Guess what I'm collecting now? <laughs> Fangoria magazines. Oh, um, <laughs> no, I can't say I have any Fangoria. Uh, no, I have one Fangoria from '89 that has an interview with um, Donald from the set of Halloween Five. I think that's the only Fangoria. Oh, nice. And then, um, but if you really think, see, it's a shame because I got rid of the majority of my VHS. If I knew Me too. I would be collecting, I wouldn't have put them in the dumpster. And, you know, they could have Buddy, I appreciate the thought, but who knew? I tossed my VHS and I tossed my Fangorias fucking 20 plus years ago. So now, now yeah, my dumb thought? ass is... Right. Thought? Now I'm collecting again. I'm only going to get issue 1 through 100 and then stop because that's when it all ended for me anyway. So that's fine. It was like 1991 and that's the year I graduated high school, and I wasn't into 90s horror like I was 80s horror. So 1 to 100, and I'm done. I'm, I'm not going to continue on. I don't care. I don't have nostalgia. Like when I originally collected when I was a kid, I collected 103. Was the, I, I know the exact numbers. 72 to 103. Those are the ones that I own. So it's going to be 1 to 100 now, and, and I'm chilling. But Eventually, I'll go back to collecting Blu-rays, but <laughs> I was doing it for so long, for two years, and then I just, you know, it got replaced to VHS collecting, and that got replaced with Fangoria collecting. So, still collecting, just different things, you know? And, hey, at least uh, collecting uh, classic Fangorias is still cheaper than having a subscription to the new Fangoria. Oh, yeah, forget them. Ridiculous. Oh. Like, $30 shipping? Well, they're terrible. Shipping? Yeah, it's well, crazy. How much is the subscription aside from shipping? It's like, what, like 50, 50 bucks for like six months? Like, it's bi-monthly. And it's, or no, it's, it's quarterly, yeah. It's, oh, it's no, it's quarterly. quarterly, isn't it, Dave? Yeah, man, four magazines a year, that's it. Yeah. It's not for me. This day and age, I, I don't need to read too many articles. Everything's somebody blows a fart uh, in a writing room for six months before they start writing the book. We hear about it, but before they start writing the movie, we know about it. What do I need freaking to read articles now? Back then, that's all we had was articles to, to live by. There was no online. There was no YouTube. There was none of it. The only way we knew anything about horror was in Fangoria. So I'm reading all these great articles now, and I'm loving them. You know, oh, it's. It's wonderful to see everything evolve from like 1979 and on 
and see what was happening in the landscape of movies, period. It's, um, I'm having a blast reading them. But nowadays, hell, who needs them? It's kind of a sad affair now. It's like, you know what I mean? It's like, uh, me and my buddy were talking just yesterday, and we were like, remember how excited it, how, how excited we were? We walk into a, a, a store, and we, we saw a, a brand new freaking uh, a cassette or a VHS. We didn't know it was coming out. Now we know everything freaking the, the minute somebody's talked about being casted. There's no surprises now. Sad. Yeah, two years before it's made. Yeah. Right. right. That's no fun. Yeah, it's a, no. It's a nightmare. Dude, I remember Nintendo. I remember we were talking about it literally yesterday, my friend and I, because he, he fixes my car. He's been my best friend for forever, but he's also a mechanic. So yesterday I was getting something done over there, and we were talking. He's like, remember the first time we went to Hills, which was it's just a department store out here, and, we, and the day we discovered Nintendo. We had no idea. We walked in. It was a brand new thing. It was in the TV section for some reason. There was no video game section yet. You know what I mean? And there they were in the middle of all in this TV section down this aisle, Nintendo Entertainment System, and it was freaking Super Mario Brothers and Kung Fu. And we're like, wait a minute. <laughs> These are games that we're playing at the arcade just last week. We're going to be able to play them at home now? And that's how we found out about it. It was it mind, mind blown. Dude. Wow. Now forget about it. There's not, nothing like that, you know. And I hate that for our kids because they don't get get to well, experience yeah, that kind of excitement. Oh, no, they right. You know, everything's at everything's at uh, you know they can get it on their tablet or their smart TV. It's yep. It's so, no fun. So they won't. Yeah, they don't appreciate it like we did. Right. No, there's no element of surprise anymore. No. It's just not there. Remember? I mean, look at Mike. Remember the story that you, you, you talked about? With, you heard that freaking, you know, Halloween 6 is coming out on videotape and how long you had to wait and how, everything you did. And, and what you'll never forget the experience of that. And you'll never forget other experiences, I'm sure, of being in the video store. You know what I mean? You know, and all, all of us, and Dave, too, is a listener, you know, to uh, that old Skeleton Crew episode, uh, you know, we were reliving the excitement with you because, you know, we, we'd all had yeah. similar experiences uh, growing up, you know, waiting for a movie to come out, you know, counting the days for the release date uh, for a movie on VHS, you know, where we could uh, rent it and see it. And I was waiting until October to put that on the stream. I'm going to have to fucking put that up for tomorrow now that you fuckers are talking about it because I got to listen to it. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that's the show, man. That's the one. That's... You know, the curse of Michael J. Yeah. Nice, makes its return. I listen to it every October. Yeah, I, I forget. I listened to it recently again too. Because the thing is, I I used to never listen to shows. Like I never listened back to shows once they were, you know, on. But ever since this thing, I'm listening listening back to a lot of stuff from you know a lot of years. So. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was so much fun. It was such a great period of time. You know, it was new and fresh. Yep. And, uh, you know, I I was always excited for the next Skeleton Crew or Banana Laser to come out. And, uh, you know, I'm always going to be nostalgic for that, just like I am for 80s horror movies. You know, it, it, 
there's always going to be that that period of time is always going to hold a special place for me. Yep. Me too. All that stuff, and then discovering podcasts. Like you said, when I first discovered the first podcast I ever listened to was the Skeleton Crew, and and. You know, it was it was Mike. You know what I mean? It, 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 these are the first things I was listening to. Was the Friday the Thirteenth retro? Was the first thing yeah. I ever heard, and I was like blown away. It was. I can remember where I was, what room I was in, and how I felt listening to that. And all I know is I was listening and loving all of it, and having a blast listening to one after another, and enjoying it so much, and at the same time saying, "Man, I wish I can be in on that conversation." I but I could do this too, and the spark went off, and I was like, "But none of that, none of that happens without." Without that, without the skeleton crew, Friday the Thirteenth, it was perfect for me. You know, absolutely. And see, it's nostalgia. Nostalgia. I envy you because, like, I didn't even know what a fucking podcast was. All I was was I'm fucking. I was I was fucking laying on my bed. It was fucking ten forty five at night, and I get a fucking phone call from fucking Vince, and he says to me, "You want to do a podcast in about?" half an hour what the fuck is a podcast <laughs> he's like well all we're gonna do is we're just gonna be on somewhere and we're just gonna talk about something for like he's like i just signed up for block talk radio and i think they give us like a free they give us like a free hour but you have to do it at like 11 o'clock or later because if you do it like before 11 they make you pay for it. So I'm like, all right, I guess, you know, I'm game for it. We'll do it. And that was our first show ever. We did it live. I think like two or three people listened. And ever since then, I was like, okay, we can do this. And that's, that's how that all started. Well, I say, don't be, don't be envious of us, Mike, for not having that nostalgia. I mean, you should be proud that you were a major part of that. You know, you, you guys were pioneers. Right. <laughs> you you, you helped start this whole thing. You know, n- none of us would be talking right now if it's it true. wasn't for you and Alex and Vince back in the day. I was a goofball. <laughs> I still am a goofball. You're still a goofball, Mike. I hate to break it to you. But, uh, you know, we love you anyway, buddy. <laughs> we all but, are. It's uh, all right. Yeah, yeah, that's why we're here. You know, we're horror nerds. Uh right. That's all. And and because of you guys, we have a place now. Right. He's right. Cody is right. Exactly. Dude. <laughs> Again, like I said, the first thing I listened to was the Friday Retro Skeleton Crew. So I didn't hear you and, and, and Vince and Alex on Rabbit and Red. I knew of it. I just didn't know. Because I knew Alex at the time for Crystal Lake after Dark, the message board, you know. So I knew yeah, that, but probably, I, I didn't uh... follow it. I didn't follow it though. I didn't know what it was. I didn't. I didn't pay it any mind. And then one day we were on. A, he, we had a phone conversation. He goes, "Did you ever listen to these shows?" And I said, "No." This and then I forgot. What, he goes, "He goes at the very least." He goes, "Listen to the Friday the Thirteenth stuff we did because I know you'll appreciate it on the Skeleton Crew." I said, "Okay," and I did <laughs> that very day. I sat down. And I said, "Okay," because I was I was home. I was sick for some reason. I wasn't at work that day. I forgot what it was, but and I said, "Okay." I think I was just getting over being sick, and I still had like a fever. And I said, "I'm gonna listen to this fucking this shit." And I sat down, and that's what it was. So it's the only podcast that to this day I can put on the Friday the Thirteenth retro, and it's nostalgia for me. Nothing else. But I know where I was. I know how I felt, 
And that was it. And Mike, you were a part of it. You were. It must have been just as exciting for you to sit down and talk to those guys about that stuff as in depth as you got. Because at that time, nobody had done that. You know what I mean? It was so long ago. It was 2012. You guys sat down and you were talking about 12 straight days of Friday the 13th. That must have been exciting for you to do. Well, I mean, in hindsight, like looking back on it now, yeah, very, very exciting. But like actually doing it, that was an experience. Oh, my God, that was an experience. You guys, didn't you guys fuck up and you had to record one show all over again for part five or something? Because and then you recorded like three at once, something happened? I've done them all, and I'll tell you what, I have the same enthusiasm that I that I had when I began, and, and it's because of those shows. That's what it that's comes out of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. That's what it is. No matter what, I, I always had that enthusiasm, and that's just it. And that's why if it came time that I was going to quit, I, I would be sad. You know what I mean? Because uh, I'm the same way. I, I want to put out the, the best stuff I can, especially when it came to that. Like when we did our Friday for, for – uh, you know, exploding heads and, and Halloween and stuff. I'm like, okay, we talked about these before, this and that, but I really want to put everything into it. But that's what I mean. I had that enthusiasm. That's why I can have three-hour shows because I get so, you know, I get so caught up in it and I, I get so, I want to put out the best stuff I could, you know. I'm drinking coffee. I'm talkative. I get going, you know. I'm just, it's it's exciting for me. And I, But I still don't think I, I can match the feeling 
that you guys had in the early days of the, of the crew. I don't think I can match it. Everything you guys had with that Friday Retro and the early stuff and the, those early shows and everything else and the community that was formed, there was such a buzz going on at that time because you were yeah, new. Exactly. The podcasts were new and the community was new. Now it's all old hat, but back then it was special. And I've yeah, done nobody, everything I can. Nobody knew where, where nobody knew where it was going, you know. Right. I yeah. mean, and back then too, uh, we we were talking about it a little bit uh, on our last episode, uh, Dave, or episode before last, uh, when we were interviewed uh, Dakota Thomas, uh, filmmaker D- Dakota Thomas, and uh, right. we we were discussing that how you know, Rabbit and Red and Skeleton Crew were kind of ahead of the curve. Yeah, or for the sure. curve. Uh, and even back then, you know agents and hollywood didn't really know what to think of podcasts you know and a lot of agents took them just like regular radio stations so that's how they got you know you, you could book pretty uh yeah, well-known celebrities on the show on right. the podcast you know yep oh yeah now it's fucking impossible well i'm not gonna say it's impossible but it's 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 a lot harder than it used to be well, you know why? Because there's a freaking million horror podcasts, and the one, the only ones they're going to go see are the ones that are affiliated with with freaking major websites. Yeah. That's just it. And those people are. That's what I'm saying. Some people get fortunate enough to know somebody who knows somebody, and they can get put on, uh, you know, a, a network, or, or you know, they can get a link on the on the bloody disgusting page or on Dread Central mm-hmm. or something like. That they know somebody, you know what I mean, and, and they get hooked up. And it's—I'm not saying that they're bad shows, but um, but I am saying that you know, in most cases, they're no—they're no better than shows that are independent. But then they happen to land yeah. there, and there they go, and then 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 they get booked because they know someone. It has to do with a website, so they're not going to come on some independent show. They're going to come on some show that's affiliated with, you know, some website that's known. That's the problem now. Now, now it's it's too big of a pond. It's too hard to get noticed. You know that that's what it is. There's just too many now. I mean, the more the merrier. But I mean, as far as you know, trying to get certain things done, and, and that's what I was getting at before. Some people are really serious about, it and other people are not. And to each their own. But it's just like, you know, people that are very passionate and want to do a really good show. It's, you know, it, it's just so many motivating factors. And some people have it and some don't. But and you made the best there. analogy there, Dave. Uh, you know, it, it, at first it was a small pond, you know, yeah. and that now now we're all little fish in a big pond. Yeah, that's exactly it. You're correct. But whatever, we keep going. We're still alive. We're still doing what we can and whatever. It's all good, you know. So I, I, I'll always have time for, for things like this. You know, it, it's hard to do. You know, it really is hard to do. But, I mean, I'll always make time to come and, you know, to reminisce. Because you, you, you can't forget where you came from. You know, so without Rabbit and Red and without Skeleton Crew, there's, there, there's no exploding heads. There's none of the shit that I'm on to now. So there's, you know. I got nothing but and, good and the to wonderful say community of people that it's created. Right. Correct. Yeah. If nothing else happens in life, just remember th- those things. You know, and you can hang your hat on on something like that that happened. Especially times like now, where for the past year people haven't been able to do things that they could do before. 
There's always this community here. I mean, it's unfortunate that people choose that community to, to, to bicker about nonsense and things that they shouldn't even be talking about publicly. They have nothing to do with horror, but whatever. That, that, that's their choice. But I, I choose to have fun, you know, and yeah. we have this. So, yeah, Mike, be I, proud of that. That's all I could say. Be proud yeah, to exactly. be a part of that. Well, well said. Thank you. You should know this shit, Mike. For real. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Don't ever feel unaccomplished uh, either right. of you guys, uh, uh, because I mean, 10, 20 years from now, you may look back and say, uh, you know, I I wasted all this time on this. Never made any money. It never went anywhere. But you know, it. it like I was saying, you, you created a great group. A great community of people uh, that really enjoy, have got a, a lot of enjoyment out of the time you spent creating these shows. So, I mean that that's that's worth something there. Yeah, well said. I, I only wish I could see more people. Like, you know, you you had this idea you want to make people happy. You know what I mean? And if you're up on a stage or if you go somewhere, that's the only good thing about being a celebrity. I would not want to be a celebrity. I want the money. I want to be rich, yeah. But I, I, I would not want fame. But the only the only positive of any type of fame would be to actually go somewhere and to see the faces of the people that you're making happy. You know what I mean? If you can go on a stage or go there and people will see you and they're happy to see you and they're waving and you know that you've given them joy. That is an amazing feeling. And sometimes you get feedback from people. They send you a message on Facebook or they say something. And it's, that's the closest we're going to get. But that's great. And anytime someone does that, they, they'll send a message or they'll say, you got me through a tough time with your podcast or this or that. And I always say, I go, thank you. I said, this is the type of stuff that, that we love to hear when we do podcasts, that we've made a difference in any way to anybody in the world. Even if one person, one time, you know, Something happened, and, and, and it made their day, and it maybe changed their perspective about something, or maybe they were feeling bad, and then they discovered this community, and, and it helped them out in, in different ways. That's that's a great thing to know. So that's how I look at it. I'm having fun, and other people have fun. So And we're going to continue to have fun, guys. Right on, brother. Right on. Yes, thank you so much, buddy. Wow. It was, it was, I'm glad. I'm glad we did this, for real. And we're going to have to uh, powwow um, off air very soon as, uh, as soon as I can. Uh, are you pretty... Uh, what? That's very weird. Okay, I got to... Okay, I understand <laughs> what that means. This is, this is very... This is something about doing... Um, a live show where you have live interaction and you get a text from somebody and you don't know oh, they're waiting, huh? what they're talking about. No, I don't know if they're... <laughs> uh, I wonder if this... I don't even know if this... No. This... I don't even... Oh, fuck. I don't know. No, no. It's no, all good. I'm recording. It's, it's okay. We're good. I don't I don't know what's going on. But no, Dave, it was... Uh, it was wonderful. So, um, during the day, you're pretty much freed up to... Uh, discuss if I were to uh... yeah reach out man I'm there I'm there I, I work um, you know I, I'm working from like 
I'm out, I'm outside from like 8:30 to like 3:30 during the day. So you know, I'm all, I'm always available to talk. I'm outside and I can usually have an AirPod and I can talk. Yep. Hey, buddy, whenever you have time, whenever you have time, I understand. <laughs> yep, I know it's not easy, but we'll get on it. We'll get on it. So thanks for having me, guys, really. It's, um, it's, it's good to sit down and do this stuff, you know? Absolutely. Yeah, and That's good luck with everything. Name. Yeah, good luck with everything with with Rabbit Red and the app and everything else. And like I said, I'm going to promote it, you know, in in, in our little group and, and on, on the Exploding Head show and whatnot. So, so that's that. But well, we I'll really appreciate again. it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. We'll have to plan for uh, a real segment for you for next time. Yeah, absolutely. Why not? I, I'm down for that. I'm down anytime. And I'm just glad we got this out of the way first and foremost. And we'll talk and we'll get the ball rolling. So. But anyway, thanks again. I'll talk to you guys later, okay? Talk to you later, Dave. Thanks again, bud. Peace. Much love.
Why are you still here? Go home! Well, fuck, that was a disaster. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton.